Hi everyone, this is GoGoDM, and welcome to tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. Before we begin, we'd like to do a shout out to our Perilous partner, Describe. For those who don't know what Describe is, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-B, it is a website resource for DMs where you can search a database of thousands of pieces of information related to your fantasy game to help you describe things to your players. For instance, you could search for a place, an item, a creature, or situation, and Describe will put up a professionally written box text on your screen that you can read to your players. Now these box texts are just amazing how well written they are, and they really raise the level of your game for your players, theater of the mind. We have used Describe in our games, and our players have loved it. It's really an amazing tool for every DM, so I would highly recommend you go check them out. So we have a link in the description, and if you decide you'd like to subscribe to their service, use the coupon code PERILOUS at checkout to get an additional 10% discount. And thank you again to our PERILOUS partner, Describe. And if you'd like to support our PERILOUS pursuits and get some cool perks, consider supporting us on Patreon. Our patrons can get access for things like private links to our after-show discussions, uh, listening live to our shows on Discord, submitting NPC names for use in our games, playing an NPC in a game session, and even becoming a core player in a future Perilous Adventure. So we would really appreciate your support, so check it out at patreon.com perilous. And now, let's go ahead with tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. Hello everyone, you are listening to Perilous Pursuits, a live D&D podcast where a bunch of us nerdy-ass friends sit around and play D&D. In this chapter, we follow the adventures of The Menagerie. Warning, some content may not be suitable for all audiences. And now, let's jump into tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. Okay, so why don't we start with... Um... Nyrex, uh, you have just uh, gathered all of your gear uh, from a hiding spot you had near the logging camp. And okay. um, I think it's, um, I think it was towards the evening and you had like found a nice tree and you climbed up in a tree and went to sleep yeah and you're woke the next morning um with like a, a voice in your head and the voice says hey oi <laughs> you're listening to yourself now yeah. or what oh, this, is surprised. My, this is my cue for ray to say something <laughs> 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 he paved a golden trail of solid gold paver stones and he didn't even he walked through the muck and you jumped into it <laughs> hey hey nardax it's me Murdoch. Oh, where I, are you Murdoch. i'm uh i'm in the camp uh, well i'm a little east of the loggers camp but uh, i'm in the middle of the forest here just uh, waking up having some oh. berries i'm in town i just left ever with you what uh what you doing well i was there for a while i was in jail Wait, actually, the sending spell is how many words? <laughs> 25. Okay, I'm coming your way. Okay, I'm the before, beast. The, before the DM starts counting. 
Yeah, it's not a back and forth. It's yeah, a single right. message. We've we've learned to how to have a conversation, but we say all our part all at once, and then I say all yeah. my part all at once. We're just doing this for the for the fans. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, okay, Maradoc so. would head uh, east towards Lagers Camp, I guess. Okay, and we have a a map now in roll twenty of the overhead of Neverwinter or the uh, Sword Coast. Or maybe I was west. I can't remember. Very windy road. This one it, between the Long Camp and Neverwinter. What's the river? Um, it's the river, and the road oh. <laughs> is on the south side of the river. Oh, okay. Uh, so if the two of you are walking towards each other... I got pansies in my hair and, like, slow-mo running. <laughs> billowing all over the place. <laughs> yes, billowing everywhere. It's, it's like a just a massive billowing... <laughs> looks like a giant flower unfolding hey you're the wrong race there buddy you shut up <laughs> okay so you you meet each other about at this point right here okay and uh, uh, this is uh, just a regular day uh, it is winter time the snow is falling um, but the surrounding fields around Neverwinter um, this whole area here is quite warm, and so the snow doesn't stay on the ground. The snow is starting to collect in the trees, um, but um, even though it is chilly out, the the road itself is well traveled, and you don't meet any hostility. And you join up with each other right here, um, kind of at the the edge of the tree line here. Where that box is. You notice off to the south, there is some ruins. And they look like they've been picked over. Oi. Um, N- Nyrex, why don't you describe what your character looks like and smells like (laughs) Mario Doc uh, he looks like a drow but he's not he's a Kalistar Uh, he has I thought we were talking about Nyrex here (laughs) what did I say? Mario Doc Oh, that's my guy remember who you are yeah he wishes he looked like Mario Doc. <laughs> Nyrex. Nyrex. Is... How about I describe Nyrex and you describe him? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> We're pretty close. You guys are going to be so screwed up. There's some, there's some places that Mario Doc hasn't seen that Nyrex has, so I can explain you better. <laughs> Anyways, back to normalcy. Um. Nyrax, he looks like a drow. He's got pointy ears, white hair, dark skin, but he's a Kalistar. So it's a little bit more dirtyish skin, or kind of a brownish gray rather than the, kind of the black uh, gray drow skin. Uh, he's kind of has some gold 
kind of armor on his shoulders and some bracers, kind of decorative, uh, wearing like a leather tunic. And uh, he uh, carries a spear. And uh, he is a moon druid. Um, he uh, grew up as an orphan uh, and was taught the ways of uh, at a temple of the moon druid. And Nyrax, his whole focus point in life is about balance between everything. Balance between nature, balance between civilization, balance between everything. So his, his law of nature is about balance. And Pretty much every other law doesn't really matter. And he's lawful good, right? <laughs> Extremely lawful good. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to roll a new character. <laughs> <laughs> he's not 400 pounds. <laughs> Same colored skin. Yeah, that that uh, spear could be a assumed to be a trunk. <laughs> He, he wild shapes into an elephant. <laughs> oh, that would be the best. Oh, I, I got to find out an elephant CR now. <laughs> it's in there. Okay. Um, so coming towards you um, is Meridoc. Why don't you describe yourself for us? Sure. Meridoc is a human. He wears... Uh, white chainmail armor and white billowing robes that uh, Nyrex always compliments him on. His beautiful white robes. Love it. And uh, doesn't carry any weapons, which is interesting for a guy wandering on his own out in the woods. And uh, just looks like a basic short black hair, kind of uh, olive skin. Look, he's always got a smile on his face and walks with a bit of a swagger could tell that he's got uh he thinks highly of himself as he walks about the land like a wildflower in the wind <laughs> good to see okay. you direct hey oh one thing i forgot to say is uh, i got this here this half plate a shield and my spear so i think i said uh you know i think i said something about leather but it's actually a half plate Good to see you, Mary Doc. What you doing in Neverwinter? I just came up north from Waterdeep. Uh, got a little bored down there, as I wanted to do. Just yeah. thought I'd maybe find something fun to do around here. I uh, I was in jail there. I actually broke out. What'd you a few do? Days back. Ah, you know what? You know what it is. They they come up with these silly laws, and. Uh, they think they can just do whatever they want. Laws. <laughs> I was None of us to... ever listen to laws. Eh. Good was, folks don't care for laws. I was at the loggers camp. I was kind of mucking up their uh, their operation there, and uh, some paladins threw me in jail at Neverwinter when they caught me. Fucking paladins. Yeah. Met some interesting folk there, though. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a loxodon? Mm. I'm pretty sure I've had one of those for dessert once. Ah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know they ate them here. Yeah, I think so. I have no idea what they look like, though. Got a deep voice. That's about all I know. They. 
Oh, you mean it's a person? Uh, I thought it was a dessert of some kind. Well, it depends on how hungry you are. No. Never heard of that. Crikey. <laughs> I bet you they're a beauty. I'm sure they are, likely. I mean, what else do you know about them? Ah, well, I met this guy named Andros. And uh, we ended up talking a bit. He seemed a little bit down on, a, down on his luck. Uh, apparently, some uh, some goblin friend uh, just uh, screwed him over, and he ended up taking the blame and went to jail. So I, I can't remember the exact details, but I think that was the gist of it. Well, do you want to go find him? Maybe break him out? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, I can help with that. Uh, how can you do that? I can tell you... I can cast a spell that would tell you within five miles of us if there's any of those locks about it. You can, you can do that? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you should sound dumbfounded by that idea. <laughs> nah, sounds cool. Let's go get him. <laughs> Alright. Um... <laughs> Does the DM want to step in here and make this well, hot? I will. I will say though, he did tell me about oh. his cabin, not too far away from here. Maybe we should just rest up a bit. Oh, you know about his cabin, so we could just go like hang out in his cabin. And maybe he's out now. Maybe maybe we should check there first, and then go to the city. Maybe it's our cabin now. If he's in jail, I like how you think, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's check out this guy's cabin. See if there's anything valuable there. It's across the river, so you're going to get to get your little dress wet, though. Uh, it's uh, really actually, it's like the robes of my people. A frock? Uh, yeah, so, like, I'm a member of a religious order, so you're not allowed to make fun of that. A skit! We've talked about this before. You, you don't make fun of the religious guy, right? Ah, you can take it. You're a good guy. All right, let's go. All right. I'll, uh, okay, so go ahead. Uh, I'm just gonna look up a some kind of a creature that can swim across, maybe like a giant turtle. I don't know. Whatever your CR, whatever you can with your CR rating. Uh, you need to be a certain level to get a swim speed. Uh, he's good. Mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, I'm good for that at five. Okay. Dolphin. CR1 swim creature. <laughs> I'm just I'm just praying to my god right now just to find out yeah, my god. <coughs> is Google. there not a Isn't there a bridge that crosses uh, the river here somewhere? There is not a bridge. No, really. Okay. None that you've seen. All right. All right. I go up to the uh I go up to the river and I turn into a giant octopus. Mate. Get on. I reach for him. Okay, before I get on, I cast Guidance on him. <laughs> okay. Don't fuck uh, this up! <laughs> okay, let's have um, a performance check for your your swimming, and a dexterity check for staying on the swimming octopus. Oh, man. Giant octopus. <laughs> Nine. And what's your performance roll for how well you... With the guidance. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, where's my stupid dice? Oh, yeah, the D4. So performance is what? Yeah. Charisma? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a minus three. Awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. But as a you... druid, don't you keep your like own stats? No. Yeah. Those ones? Yeah, you do. You do. I do? For wisdom, intelligence, and charisma, they don't change. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I got uh, minus one. <laughs> You're still okay. ugly. So Mary Doc ends up stepping stepping in your eye. Oh wait, wait, wait! I haven't rolled yet. So I got an eighteen minus oh. one for seventeen. What do you mean you haven't rolled? No, I was just add looking up. I was looking up my stats. Add a d4. Add a d4. Add a d4. I did. I did. I did. So it's a seventeen total. <laughs> okay. So then you're you're swimming. You manage to swim across, but somehow Mary gets all wet. Oh no! I was right. dunk I was dunking them halfway across. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> but you don't get swept away by the river. You just get soaking wet. Yeah, and I'm gonna have uh, one tentacle uh, sucker uh, right on his forehead, and it's just gonna start sucking the whole way across on his forehead. I lower it down slowly. No, it doesn't move. It's sucked on your forehead. It's just giving you a hickey right on your forehead. Slowly down a little bit more. It's almost there. All right. Why don't we cut away to um, Orlear? Tentacle porn. Why don't we cut away to Orlear? Please cut away. Okay. Orlear, um... We're going to say uh, for the timeline, this is the same morning that these guys are messing around, that you have been released and you were, did we leave that you went to the temple? Yeah, we left off with me in the temple. Right. Uh, so a long rest. You had a long rest in the temple. So this is that same morning. What would you like to do? Uh, Orlear will get up and, uh, pack his things from the temple and um, walk out and find uh, Zed and Sir Warren. And, uh, yeah, they've been up for a while. Yeah, he'll um, uh, find them and say uh, morning. Morning. Uh, Sir Work Sir is... Um, in the back, uh, there's like a courtyard where he's doing some training, mm -hmm. weapons training. Um, and Emmanuel Sims is praying at the altar. Yeah, I'll walk up to Sir Warwick and say good morning. Thanks again for allowing me to crash. Oh, no problem. Uh, expected again I just I wanted to say thanks I, uh, I'll be on my way today uh, well it's always, awesome. always appreciated if uh, you just leave a donation uh, on your way out uh, I will thank you again and uh, he'll bow uh, low showing some respect thanks and then walk to into the temple and uh spend 10 minutes in prayer 
Okay. For 10 minutes of prayer, you can have 10 temporary hit points. Boot nannies. Um, after he finishes praying, he'll uh, walk up to or walk out in the the baskets on the way out, if I remember right. Yeah, there's a, a bowl, a, kind of a little bowl on the way yeah. out. Um, yeah, earlier I'll grab and uh, reach into his pouch and drop in 10 gold. Okay. So thank you for your hospitality. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a monk there by the collection plate, but he doesn't say anything. He just kind of bows his head. Yeah. Um, he'll walk out and uh, probably take a walk down to the Wispy Potion. Okay. Um, okay. Walk into the Wispy Potion. And sure. It's maybe. Well, it can be eight o'clock or nine o'clock, something like that in the morning. Yeah. And the wispy potion is um, not too far from the Temple of Pelor. Mm-hmm. I believe it is down here on the map. I am only looking at the Neverwinter map right now. Well, this is the Neverwinter map. Okay. No, like I, I see like the you see the now Sword Coast map? Yeah, now I see the Neverwinter map. Okay, so it's here down here. And Wis- Wisdom Eden is behind the counter at the Wispy Potion. I'll be like, uh, morning, Mr. Edom. Oh, good um, morning. Yeah. Just need to buy uh, some spell components before I leave. Uh, anything in particular, or just looking no. to refill Refilling a component pouch? Supplies. Yeah, component pouch is great. Yeah. How much uh, does that run me here? Well, just for mundane components, that'll be 10 gold. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, you don't have any, like, scrolls of whatnot for sale as well do you uh, i do have a few scrolls um i have one here it is a a, a web scroll oh i have a beast summoning scroll and a spider climb scroll oh. any of those interest you yeah um, the web and the, the summon beast scroll, those sound very interesting. Okay, each scroll is 200 gold. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's a bit rich for me. I'll have to come back next time. All right, though. Okay. Thanks, Wisdom, for everything you've done. Appreciate it. 
Well, do stop in next time. Next time I'm here, it'll be the third place I go. <laughs> Take care now. Yep, you too. And earlier I'll stroll out and walk uh, straight up to the river to find a ferryman. Okay, yep. And he'll, be, he'll hail one of them if there's not one kind of like between the the west and east, easternmost bridge. Walk up there where he's hailed them before and says, uh, I need a ride to uh, sit out to the edge of the city. Uh, that'll be ten silver. Yep. Uh, no problem. Here's here's a gold. Okay. Thanks. And he starts to um, pull the small ferry craft up up river. Mm-hmm. And once we kind of get to the slum areas, earlier I'll just stare out. Um, at the slums, just kind of like very blank. Just wondering what his friend Andros and Kriv and Dagger and Ziff and Varn and the news that they all jumped into the chasm and about uh, Andros's death and he just kind of like lowers his head and just as they they like go by he gets to like the outskirts of the city um that's fine I don't think Orlear knows what happened to his party uh Zed told me actually oh, okay I'm my I, I can't I don't remember having that conversation but yeah Zed said everybody jumped off into the chasm right and told okay, me okay so <clears throat> As you pass this section, say it's taken an hour going up river, maybe it's like nine o'clock, I mean, or, or 10 o'clock now, let's say 10. Are you getting out here? Or are you going to continue up river and exit? I want him to go straight out, out to the edge of the city. Okay, he will take you to this point here. And this is as far as he goes. Yeah. Um, and then once so, we get to the edge of the city... Um, do you want to be dropped on the north shore or the south shore? Uh, the south is fine. Okay. He'll drop you here on the south shore. At, at these two towers, you see on either tower there is... Standing in front of the tower, there is a large sentry. It looks like... Uh, a steel mechanical man that stands as tall as the tower, about 60 feet tall. Mm. And right now they're, um, they're motionless. Um, but you can see that it's not a stone statue. It is um, a sentry, a guard that the city uses um, to protect this water gate that um, otherwise has no um, gate or closure. This always remains open, but is guarded 
um, but the sentries let you pass. It's it's during the day. It's there's no. Um, uh, they're not. Um, you would say alerted or really concerned with your passing at this moment. So. Yeah, once um, Orlear gets out, um, he'll he'll walk on the path uh, out of Neverwinter that he walked in on with the rest of his group. Okay. Heading east, I get uh, yeah east. Okay, so you head on the south side of the river, east. Um, towards the Neverwinter Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Be keeping a good pace. Okay. Get the city out of my sights. Okay. Is there something else that you want to do? Or... Like, what's your intention? Where are you headed? Uh, Orlear is going to try and attempt to find Andros's cabin, which he knows to be at, like, the south of Mount Putnow. Your your mic is getting really quiet. Yeah, it's because I'm just getting quiet, that's all. Um, I'm just going to try and get to the south of Mount Putnow. Okay, how are you crossing the river? Uh, when it comes to it, I can fly across. Okay, so I've switched back to the Sword Coast map. Okay. Um, there you go. Yep. Do you have a location? Do you have a bead on where that is? Um, should be able to see Mount Hood now, shouldn't you? The mountain, um, yes. Yeah, and I know it's to the south of Mount Hut now, um, and I know it's in a nut grove as well. Okay, so where along this river do you decide to take off? Uh, probably kind of like when I, yeah, like literally just about when, yeah, when I come to like, I feel like I'm going to start walking away from the forest. I'm just going to yeah. like, grab my components and fly on myself and fly for 10 minutes like straight okay and north northeast what elevation are you flying at uh probably like 30 30 40 feet up okay not not nothing too crazy in case like you know I get shot out of the sky have to okay fall. Then, um, Nyrex and Meridoc can see, uh, can see Orlear flying towards the mountain as you guys travel along the tree line here. You can look out over the fields and you can see, um, you see someone flying. What a fucking strange land. 
It's awesome. Hey, what's dog? that guy all about? Oh, is that is that a guy or is that just a bird? Maybe we could have some dinner. Maybe it's a plane. Maybe it's a <laughs> hockey player. <laughs> um. That's okay, weird. Where, where's he going? Let's see if we can catch up to that guy. He looks like he's going somewhere on purpose. Looks like we're like the same direction we're going. I don't know that you want to mess with a with a dude that can fly, though, do you? That's the best time. They're all out of energy. All right. Yeah, let's go see what he's up to. Let's go find this guy. This could be exciting. Okay. Um, Orlear, roll a perception check. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Just give me one sec. Well, that's not good. Uh, one second. With advantage, because I'm wearing all shiny white clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, you're a drowned hide. rat right now. Yeah, all your <laughs> clothes are see-through. <laughs> they're, they're clean, though. <laughs> It's wet t-shirt contest in Faerun. Yeah. <laughs> My nipples are sore because you were sucking on them. Oh, oh my gosh. I just came back on that. <laughs> yeah, they're sticking out pretty far. <laughs> From the cold. <laughs> Actually, the um, river's pretty warm, I think, isn't it? No, it's cold out. It is? Okay. It, yeah, the... the the ground itself is warm, but the air is very cold and it's snowing well, a little bit. I thought the water was warm the, in the river. Uh, yes, the water was warm. But, but I guess when it got out, yeah. Not, yeah, now that you're not in the water. Yeah, so once, like, earlier knows, like, his almost 10 minutes of, like, constant fly time is up. Um,. He'll like start lowering down and uh, till his feet touch, and then just like kind of like pant a bit because that was a lot of energy. And just like, okay, what was your perception check while you were flying? Oh, it was a two plus. A okay, four. so a four. as you're flying. Um, you know, this is like the first time that you've done anything like this, and you're more focused and concentrating on just keeping yourself in the air and the wind in your eyes. And there's maybe like your eyes are watering and maybe a bug hits you and you don't notice that the other two characters are, are moving through the fields along the tree line here, unless you guys would rather go in the trees. I didn't really say, doesn't matter anything to me. I'm just following my racks. I think we'd be on the edge of the uh, edge of the. Not trees. like there's a path here, but the edge of the trees are going to be for. Uh, you're going to move faster. It's not rough terrain if you're in the fields here. Yeah, we can pop into the trees if things go south. Right. Okay, so Orlea has just touched down. Uh, so. You can't see him anymore. He's in the tall grass. Uh, and you're on the edge of the field. But you did see him touch down 
probably halfway between Neverwinter and this point here. So he probably touched down right there. And you guys are just creeping along here. What do you do? Let's go talk to this guy. Seems interesting. So are you, are you going to wait for him on the edge of the forest? Or are you approaching him? I'm going to say like the distance here is maybe like a thousand feet of distance. You saw him as he was flying because um, he was on the horizon, but he's still a ways off. Are you going to wait till he approaches you or are you going to hunt him out? Um, I'm going to uh, wild shape into a female steeder. Oh, what now? This is from... You can't uh, do any flying creatures. No, it's not. It's... Uh, I'll, I'll post it in the, uh, in the chat. A it's, creepy it's looking bug. Huh? <laughs> it's essentially like a, a giant spider that you can ride on. What the fuck? A strider? It's called a female steeder. And it's from uh, Out of the Abyss. It's a CR1. And it's a large monstrosity. It's like a spider. It's a, mon it's a monstrosity? like A large monstrosity. Yep. Yeah. You have to turn it into beasts. Oh! I don't beast type. Just looking that up to see if it was a beast. Okay. Uh, uh, Never mind. Take that out. So are you going to go like wolf or bear or something else or uh, i would go to a dire wolf don't scare the guy just i'll sniff him we're just talking to him i'll sniff him out and i change into <laughs> a dire wolf now can can he ride you uh can mary doc ride you probably if I'm, you I'm let a me. large beast yeah so you're a size larger yeah you just have to be willing So, uh, yeah, I'm willing. <laughs> okay. All right, I jump on. What the fuck are you getting me into? <laughs> so I'll do a big howl, and we'll just start going right towards him. Like okay, a loud a loud howl. Okay, do, um, do a smell check. Oh, I missed the smell checks. <laughs> Uh, sorry, you get do, I keep, do, I my, check, do I keep my wisdom? Yes. Okay. And proficiencies. And proficiencies. You get to add your proficiency still. Okay. Good. Any mental stat you keep. So, oh, that's way better. Oh, that's a nat 20. Plus 8 for 28. Woo so, you've locked on to Orlear's scent. And you're be you can like make a beeline towards him through the tall grass. And I'll, uh, I'll, as I get closer, I'll go, yep, 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 yep. Kind of let him know where I am. And I'll go a little slower. I'm not going to charge him. I'll kind of do a, a, an arc around him. I want I want him to see where I am and and maybe can see uh, Mary Doc on my back. 
Okay, Orlear, make a perception check with advantage because they're trying to be seen. Well, that's way better. That's a dirty 20. Okay, so you hear this howl. You hear the uh, a large creature coming towards you, but one that is doesn't seem threatening. They are making themselves heard, and in, instead of um, trying to be at an intercept course, they come towards you and then kind of circle around to uh, observe. What is your response? I'll uh, call out to them as this I mean you no harm. I'm, I'm just passing north to the edge of the forest. I'm just passing by. Uh, I'm not sure if he means you harm, but I don't mean you any harm. Um, uh, there's, there's two of you. I, I just... Just, just leave me alone. I'm fine. I, just, right. I'm all right. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, good. I'll walk up behind earlier, just like maybe a few feet away. Just kind of sit down, and I guess Mary Doc would slide off. Oh, what the hell? My style. <laughs> you, fl- your, your, your frock catches the wind, and you float down. Oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> Honestly, I, I and then I'll just start circling earlier while uh, after I drop off Mario Doc. And my hands uh, are like out, outstretched. Like I, 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 I don't mean you any harm. Oh no, we do. I don't think he means you harm either. And I, I promise, I don't mean you any harm. Uh, we're just interested in what you're doing out here. I don't know why mm. I'm using Fizz's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am, I'm just heading, I'm trying to find, um, my friend's cabin by the mountain. Oh, we're looking for a friend's cabin by the mountain, too. Sort of a friend of a friend of a friend. That's oddly specific. Thanks. Yeah. Um, His name's Andros. I never met him. I snap out of my uh, dire wolf. Big. Just, just hold on, and you'll see like Orlear's face like turn a very different, like, like his face like just kind of like you see the emotion come out of like not afraid anymore, but more of a bit of anger. You said Andros. Yeah, he's. How do you know that name? Well, I said he's a friend of a friend of a friend. It's and like I, we're. I snap out of my direwolf form when when Orlear says the name Andros, and asks, "How do we know his name?" You you know Andros, mate. And you see this yeah. uh, Kalistar white hair, pointy ear guy with a spear uh, morph in front of you out of the direwolf. Oh, that is. Now that's a handy trick. Ah, oh, thanks. Yeah. It's gotten me out of some trouble sometimes, but also into trouble. You know Andros? Yeah, I... How do you know Andros? We were back in the jail together. 
I was his uh, in the cell right you next to him. You were the one he was beside. Yeah. What's your name? Shit. I'm Orlear. Orlear. He mentioned you. I'm the one that broke him out. I I walked in. I talked to the general. I did everything I could. I got Andros out of the jail to meet our group. And then you came back for him. He didn't think anyone was coming back for him, mate. Good. On yeah, you. I gathered that. What did he do, this guy? Andros, nothing. He had a guilty conscience. Yeah, he needed to get over that. Yeah, I know. I, he seemed like a good bloke to me. Uh, I didn't seem to really deserve to be down there. Yeah. Or Lear at this point will like take off his mask and like reveal his face. Oh. Why are you wearing a mask? Yeah. Kind of my thing, yeah. When my emotions get a little high, I kind of radiate some light every now and again. Just a bit of a preventative measure. Oh, that's a pretty good trick, too. Pardon? Interesting. I, I am Orlier Kurga. Um, you're Nyrax, and in, in your name? Myriadoc. Myriadoc Luckbringer. You want to be my friend. Well, you, you want to give him time. You, you'll, want, you'll want to do a little test drive first. I don't know what that means, but as long as you're not going to eat me or hurt me, and I'll play nice in the sandbox. Why, do, you, do you taste good? Why? I certainly don't know. Oh. Skin and bones here. Well, I, I walk over to Orlear and I shake his hand. It's Nyrax, I guess you already knew that, but good to meet you, mate. Same with you, Nyrax. So I guess nice we're all to heading to the you. we're all heading to the cabin together. Yeah, from my understanding, it's just south of the Mount Hood now. Just said like in the forest uh, by a nut grove. I lead the way. I don't actually know where it is. That's why I was flying because it was faster. Oh, I should have stuck in my stool. I shouldn't have changed back. It's all right. I could have. I could have stepped enough now. I could go back into a into my wolf, my big old wolf. I could sniff it out. We're not all three of you can near. roll a perception check. Perception. Oh, oh another was... nat 20. Nat 1. For 28. Just Nyrax is and a perception what... beast. Or Lear, what was yours? Uh, four. Four. Okay. Um... I see it and I run away from him. Yeah, um, Nyrax, <laughs> you see, uh, it's not like, um, like a, ch like a big puffing chimney but you see a small smoke trail um coming up out of the forest i pointed out like there's some smoke there that's probably where it is you point up and orlear and Meridoc they they can't see it it's too subtle oh, i can't see that it's uh ah uh, 
I probably still have a little bit of the, my wolf oh. eyes are probably just kind of carried over a little bit there. But it's this way. So, I'll point that way so that we remember. Okay, Nyrex, you lead the party into the forest. Roll survival. It's a 15. Okay, you're able to pick up um, some signs in the forest that kind of lead to not a, a well-traveled path, but enough of a path that you pick up um, and you follow this path to towards where the smoke trail is in kind of triangulating with the, uh, the messages the forest is giving you and you find your way to this cabin that you've been searching for. This way, Hobbits is. Nyrax knows the way. <laughs> what the <fuck>? And uh, <laughs> as you approach the the cabin itself, um, you can see that the tr the kinds of trees and the kinds of flowers look more deliberate, like they've been planted around this cabin rather than them naturally growing around here. And if you um, Gord would describe Andros's cabin as we approach it. So it is a uh, log cabin, and uh, it's got a stone chimney in there. Um, well built, you know, a little bit larger because of his height. Then, uh, you know, the door is a little bit bigger. And there's a path from the front door down to the tree grove, and it's right on the edge of the forest. Um, and these trees are, there's two rows of a boat maybe eight trees per row and growing tree nuts and uh yeah it's uh that was his pride and joy he takes very good care of it he's got a, there was a little fire pit outside the uh um cabin as well and there's a couple of sitting stumps out there where Andros used to uh sit with friends and watch the stars sit by the campfire Okay, you look down towards this little fire pit, and Kithos, will you describe your character? Am I in the fire pit? Fire pit? You're, you're, you're making some breakfast here over this fire pit just outside the cabin. Okay. Um, I am a... I am a, a bard. I appear as a, a wood elf. Um, uh, Keith Noss is an entertainer and a magician and loves to entertain and get the crowd on his, his side. So as soon as he notices the group at the edge of the forest, he stands up and loudly goes, Friends! Thank you! Or, um, friends! Oh, we have guests! We have guests! And he uh, quickly runs into the house. Okay, and what, what is it that you're wearing? What do they see that you have? Like, what in the description um, of what you look like? I know that you sent a picture, but for everyone yeah. who's just listening, what is it that your character looks like? Yeah, I look like, um, I don't know, like per, like performance clothing. Uh, more on the high-end side, and with, like um, like, a cape and a little tail on my... Uh, tux. Okay. 
And so he runs into the building. Who's that? Who's that? I think he's a Loxodon, isn't he? Is that <laughs> is it is that what he looks like? Is that uh, is that Andros? No, that is definitely not Andros. Are you sure? This is his place. Look, he just huh. ran in. That is not Andros. You can Andros is yeah. All right. Not on this plane I, anymore. I I didn't. Oh what? Yeah. Oh, why are we going here then? Wait, wait. What do you mean? Not on this plane? Yeah. Uh, later on, Irax. Let's just figure out who this person is first before I blow him out of the sky. And this jovial Nyrax gets serious and quiet all of a sudden. So do you guys approach the fire pit or the cabin or? Yeah. Buck straight up. And okay. once once you guys hit the, uh, get to the campfire, uh, Keith Noss comes out with a bunch of key cups in his hands, barely holding on, and runs over and goes, oh, do you guys want some tea? Like, oh, I have some tea for you guys. Delightful. I like this guy. You're a good friend of mine, Andros. Thank you for the tea. Uh, Keith Noss is a little surprised, but uh, we'll play it off and go, oh yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Yeah, it's mate, amazing you... that we're finding you in this cabin, actually. Mate, are you saying you're Andros? Isn't he? Well, um, yes, I, I am Andros. I would be I'm, I'm really the careful. Okay, I'd like, before we go any further, whoa, 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 before we go any further. <laughs> so Keith, Keith uh, you make your deception roll versus everyone else's um, insight. And I, or Lear, you don't even have to roll. You know that this is not Andros. So, you. Uh, Nyrex uh, it's not just... 26. 20. Okay. So, roll. I still want to see what uh, Kithos's roll is. What's your deception roll? You rolled 26? That's insane. And I rolled 11. <laughs> and I know Andros's oh voice. God. Right. And Kithos has never met Andros and so cannot. Like, you can't mimic someone's voice who you haven't heard. So, um, it, it, each of you, definitely earlier, but each of you seems like something's fishy here. Um, you know that this is not Andros, but why would he be pretending? You still are a little hesitant. Um, to, you, you might want to find out why. There's, there's, there's a curiosity that is happening, uh, even though you know he's trying to deceive you. I like this guy. Let's all just get along here for a minute and uh, talk about what's going on. Yeah. Not okay, Andros. 
Kith Kithos, your um your deception role was good enough that you convinced yourself that you're doing a good job. You didn't <laughs> you didn't botch this. You didn't fail hard. That it's obvious. You you think that oh yeah, they believe this. How how was your travels? You seem uh are you guys tired? I have plenty of space in my house. You guys can spend a night if you need. Hey, Andros. What? Uh, what was the name of that uh, friend of yours that uh, you always hung out with? That group? You told me uh, last time uh, we didn't meet in person, but uh, you told me through a wall. What was the name of that uh, your friend's? <laughs> We, we met through a wall. Sorry, uh, uh, we uh, were in jail together. My memory is bleeding. We were in jail together, mate. But I didn't see you, but I heard you, and you sound a little different. So why don't you tell me the name of your mates that you that you hang out with? Then we'll know. Oh. You see a slight panic in uh, Kithnos, uh, Kithnos's eyes, and uh, he will say, "Oh, oh, you mean um, you knew, you knew, you mean Frank the Goblin, right?" <laughs> oh yeah, me, me, and Frank go way, way back. A Nyrex will, will actually chuckle a bit. I don't so know. This guy seems pretty decent. So, where where are you guys traveling from? The same place you did. <laughs> do any of you drink what? the tea? Yeah. No. no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> The guy offered me tea. It would be rude not to. Sure, of course. Uh, of course. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little overhydrated, mate. Oh, do so, you want some some fruit, some food? Oh, actually, I'll so, take I'll take uh, the tea that he offered me, and I'll hand it to him. I say, I need you to drink this to prove who you are. Of, of, of course. And I mean, I could use this back. And I'm, I'm, I'm watching him like a hawk as he drinks it. Yeah, down the hatch he goes, and then he he grabs the teapot, pours you another, comes. I, I, I swear, I'm not trying to poison you. That's good. Why would you poison one of your friends? Well. I'm just saying that because he thought I was poisoning him. So I'm just reassuring him. So, mate, I, I hate to break the news to you, mate. But this guy right here is one of Andros's friends. I uh, thought you were one of Andros's friends. Yeah, I am, but I don't. I've never seen him. That's pretty weird. This, uh, <laughs> this guy over here, he's seen him. And unless you can do what I can do... Yeah. I think you got a bit of a identity problem there, mate. Why don't you tell all, us who you really are? Say is, why don't you come clean and start telling the truth? Because if you don't, 
We can do this the hard way, and I am in no mood. Uh, Keith Noss uh, is shaking the teapot a little bit, and then he just drops it and runs into the runs into the hut, <sighs> closing the door behind him. The hard I'll way. I'll point in the direction he ran, and I'll cast message, and it says, "Look, you're in my friend's cabin. You can either come out nicely." Or while drag you kicking and screaming from that place. You've got Sorry, to how are you saying? five. How are you saying this to me? Uh via the message spell. So it's a and how, it's just in your head you hear it, and you yeah. can respond with with twenty five words or less. Oh, okay. Um instead of replying in my mind, I'll yell. It, it was empty when I found it. Uh, Orlier will yell back. I'm sure it was empty, as he was in Neverwinter with me. And, Most and, and where, talk. And where is he now? Orlier won't answer that question. Just come oh, out and talk. It's fine. Why would I? Why would I come out? You're being you're being mean to me. You're all hostile. You're also not in your cabin. I'm I'm super accommodating. I was going to give you a bed to sleep, and I gave you tea. What more do you want from me? I can have dinner. The truth would be nice too. I I I'm with Mary, Doc. Dinner sounds great. <laughs> Well, well, I have a, a, a full turkey uh, on the fireplace right now. Why don't you guys come on in and we can we can talk about what's going on. It's probably better than the other way, eh, mate? I'd rather not burn down the building. <laughs> I'll go in. Let's get some food. We can always talk. Shame about the teapot. It was actually nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys enter the building. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as they enter, I take their coats. I offer to take their coats and hang up on the the, the coat rack beside the door. I can't. Do that because you know it's my style. So it's a, it's a one piece. My... Yeah, it's all you know. It's all one thing. So, and it's still kind of wet. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go sit by the fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, Orlier will take off of his uh, fur coat. I'll uh, like wedge. I'll wedge my spear if I can into a stone in the. In the in the mantle or in the stone of the fireplace, and they can hang their stuff on my spear. I'm perfectly dry, so I'm fine. Yeah, for uh, my flower over there. <laughs> Your flower? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just standing by the a fire. Great, great day. Great, great day. 
Okay, are there any items inside the cabin that are something that would stand out? Something like yes. Uh, on a, on a small little round table in the corner, the, there's a chair and a little round table and a little bookshelf. Uh, on the uh, table is a whole bunch of stone statues and maybe a few that are unfinished that Andros was working on. He used to uh, do stonework and sell, kind of like at a craft fair. Uh, and there is a book uh, on the bookshelf. It's a journal of um, one of his close friends uh, that I better learn the name of it real quick here. Ah! One of his friends from from years past. (laughs) Really close. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. D&D Beyond can't open fast enough here. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a beautiful book. It's engraved. It's it's got a green cover. And uh, uh, you open it up. And it talks about uh, a little bit about Andros, how he came from uh, Ravnica, and how um, when he he came from a far place called Ravnica, he slipped and fell into a well. I, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff on Andros. If you want to read it, I can tell you it, but I don't want to take up the whole thing now. So it depends on if you want to hear it. I throw it in the fire. All right. <laughs> the pages burn brightly <laughs> and you feel warmth um can you um can you roll me a performance check from andros to see how how good of a carvings these are that <laughs> he has in is this yeah. is this the last roll of andros <laughs> <laughs> So there, actually, I forgot to mention on top of the mantle uh, is a couple of arms that Andros would place his mace on the fireplace, kind of hanging it over the um, fire fireplace there on the mantle. All right, a performance check. Uh, I guide myself. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Post postmortem guidance doesn't work. Yeah, but he would have done this when he was living. He would have guided himself when he's carving. Guide, carve, guide, carve. Don't you think? (laughs) Okay, I'll give it to you. (laughs) Your last roll. Awesome. Oh, a two! (laughs) Maximum six. (laughs) They look like dicks. Oh, and a four, so six. So they're all dicks. They all look like dicks. (laughs) It looks like uh, the one that... uh, he made for dagger. Lots of them. You can tell he Orlier. didn't sell very, very many. Orlier, you you look and you can see the style, and you 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 see that style, and you know right away that this is definitely Andros's carving. Yeah, this definitely is my friend's cabin. You could tell that style anywhere. I am Orlear, and your name is? My name is Keith Noss. Keith Noss. What, what are you actually doing here, friend? 
What's that? What are you actually doing here in someone else's house? Oh, well, to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of on the run. I, uh, a couple days ago, I was in Neverwinter, kind of doing my thing, you know, uh, performing, stuff like that. And then you could say that my, my practices are not necessarily, uh, legal. So when about two or three days ago, Neverwinter's guards just got something happened in the city and just got all riled up. So I, I, I just got freaked out and just it ran, ran out of the Neverwinter as soon as possible, and uh, didn't know uh, where to go and decided to go towards the mountain to see, to see where I need to where where to go next, and uh, stumble upon this place. Interesting. Where are you guys all heading from here? What, what do you mean, you guys? It's just, it's just oh, me. Everyone. Well, you and I... this other guy we just met. I'm just laying low for the heat to die down. You're laying low in a place of a known criminal, though. Hey, you don't know that. But, well, the guy was in jail. That means he's a criminal. Or Lear was well, in jail. For all I know, he's he's gone. This is my house. He, he's right. got you. He's got you there. I, I just think if you're trying to stay out of the law, staying in the house of a guy who's in prison would not be the greatest way to do it. Well, look at me. Do I look like I'm a very a person that could survive in the wilderness? I need, I need, I need wine. I need food. I need silverware. Yeah, that's, sound like a man after my own heart. I was gonna say we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be carrying two purses pretty soon. <laughs> so what? What happened? Why are you guys coming here? What happened to this, uh, Andros? Sounds like he died. Yeah, Arlia, why don't you tell us what happened? Well. What I got told is um, my friends left me in jail uh, that doesn't sound like a friend. No. <laughs> I assume there was some reasoning behind it. I don't know. But Andros. Um, Did you have like a pact Andros before died. you left that uh, where you no. agreed to not be protected? No? Okay. No. It was something went wrong. I sent Andros to go talk to them. I don't know any of these people. Andros died in Neverwinter. And the rest of my group left. Well. I was coming here 
pay my respects and try and figure out where I need to go next. I'm sure you could have some of this really shitty art on the walls to remember him by. It's very and, ugly, though. And and uh, and Keith knows he gets a, a, an idea and goes, and nuts! And he runs to the cupboard and just opens and nuts just fall out. Like, this guy was yeah, nuts about nuts! <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Andros, all right. You know what? I think you guys all need to go see the world with us. There's things to see out here. It's amazing. This is a great world. You guys gotta turn that frown upside down. Let's go see some stuff. Like tomorrow, you know, after he makes his dinner. You know, Mary, Mary Doc, Doc has some good points here. You got, you gotta move on in life. I guess that's terrible what happened to Andros, sir. I feel for you, mate. Andros seemed like a good shit, but uh, you gotta move on. You know, he made his decisions, and nature took its course. Yeah. Always easier said than done, but each day one foot in front of the other. And I'll, I'll dig into some of the things, and I'll say, well, this bottle of whiskey might help. It's a start. So it's about lunchtime, and you guys are now having a meal and day drinking. Yeah, fantastic. There's <laughs> always a good reason. Let's raise a glass to Andros. Yeah. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> and uh, Orlier will hold up his glasses. My Luxodon friend that has passed on before I have. May LaRue guide you to the next and beyond. Yeah, he mentioned LaRue. LaRue. I remember him talking about LaRue. She's pretty yeah. pretty good shit, too. Can I make a religion check? What do you want to find out? To, uh, I don't know anything. To know who LaRue is, but I fail. <laughs> you can just ask. I'll no. peruse the uh, bookshelves a little more, and I'll say, "Hey, Doc, there's some clerical books here too. You might be interested in them." This guy oh, was a cleric. Really? Good shit, this guy. That's the first nice thing I've learned about him. <laughs> okay, make an investigation roll. See what you can find. Mm, that's a total of one. <laughs> Your investigation is one. Yeah. Well, I rolled a two. Mm -hmm. so, so, so that book I, that you threw in the fire was actually uh, this, <laughs> all these spells that uh, Andros had collected, clerical spells. Yeah, the master mm -hmm. key. Mm -hmm. It was actually Plus five tome. levels. Yeah, a tome <laughs> of scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> you, and just... you can see uh, one of the pages. Um, floats out of the fire and you can see, oh yeah it was a ninth level spell and it all burnt up <laughs> a wish spell and you hear a little chuckle out of the fire <laughs> a deep baritone voice chuckle 
Um, or Lear will just like um, pour himself another glass of whiskey and uh, like open up his pouch and take some of the nuts and says I'm just need some time just I'm gonna go walk in the grove just outside you bet Mike alright we'll be back uh, I'll just kinda I'm gonna go outside and sit by the fire and I'll just kind of play my uh, flute uh, just gently in the night or in the day I guess <laughs> in the middle of the day <laughs> yeah so I keep forgetting we're day drinking flute? huh the daytime on the night was that lute or flute a flute I have a flute okay you sit by the fire and you play your flute give me a performance check with my minus one yeah that's, uh, that's an 11 <laughs> yeah. 11? Yeah. Okay, it doesn't sound half bad. This is probably the song that you practice the most, and so you're the best at it. Yeah, I'm still a beginner. I'll get better. Is it, is it right. Hot Cross Buns? It's a really good version of Hot Cross Buns. Yes. Uh, Keith Nellis, uh hears you play this and uh, comes out and goes, Oh, I did know that you're a, a, a fellow musician. I, I dabble here and there. Um, want to uh, want to play a duet? Uh sure. Could try my best. So you're gonna join him with hot cross buns? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna play my lute. Okay, make a performance check. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 13. It's slightly better, um, but it's still uh, uh, the basic Hot Cross Bun song. And, um, you know, it's not tapping any toes, but you guys seem to be, you know, getting along and playing off of each other's notes. And sounds pretty good. That's pretty good, Kethnos. You got oh. talent. What other talents do you have? Uh, I like to inspire other people, tell tales of uh, heroes and uh, uh, hero, hero, heroes battling monsters and, you know, all that jazz. Uh, nothing beats it first-hand account. Why don't uh, you tell Mary... me a, why don't you tell me a tale? Well, well, maybe well, I'll, I'll uh, maybe wait until uh, dinner, and I'll uh, that could be our our dessert. Ah, that's fair. And Mary, are you staying in the cabin, or are you joining them outside to hear the song? I'll be listening. Okay. Uh, or Lear, what is it that you are looking for in the garden? Um. Earlier, I'll just wander through the grove, um, maybe seeing if there was a, uh, like a temple to Larue, maybe. There's a a large tree, uh, a a tree that is uh, 
It's larger than any of the other trees are in the surrounding area. It looks like it's been deliberately planted okay. to be like the focal point in the garden. And um, you can see at the base of the tree, there's um, kind of a, a, a grave. And um, earlier I'll just sit down in front of the, uh, the grave and um, he'll, uh, he'll put like a big handful of tree nuts down and just kind of like place them around the grave. And um, Jason, there would be a probably a grave marker there. Yeah. Uh, if you want me to read it there. Okay. okay. Go ahead. It says, uh, uh, to a friend that deserves all the best in the world. I'm not doing that, Rex. To a friend. <laughs> 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 to a very good friend of mine who was always there for me. Gold track. Yeah, earlier I'll just uh, sit there and just um, pay his respects and uh, yeah, empty out some of the nuts from his pouch that he took from the cabin and just kind of like place them and just uh, pay his respects to LaRue and to Andros and to Goldrack. And he'll probably spend like maybe an hour here just in silence. Okay, and everyone else is happy to play music for an hour, or is there something you guys want to do in this hour, or maybe you want to join Orlear? You see that he's kind of uh, sitting in silence by the grave at the foot of this large tree nut tree in the center of the garden. I'll come join think- him. Irax will join him. Okay. And uh, I'll kind of kneel down. Are you standing or sitting? I'll be sitting. Yeah, I'll kind of kneel down beside you. What was uh, was he a friend of yours too? His gold track? No, no, I didn't know gold track. He was a friend of Andros's. Ah. Uh-huh. Well, the way he describes it, a very good friend who was always there for me. That could easily be you, Olya. The way uh, Andros talked about you. You should be good about yourself and your friendship that you had. 
Hey, you know what? LaRue, LaRue will take care of him. Yeah. He's pretty good. And I'll walk back. I'll pat him on the back and then I'll uh, walk back. Okay, so say it's uh, two o'clock in the afternoon and you guys have finished cleaning up uh, your lunch. Uh, what are you doing for the rest of the day? What's happening? This is getting a little boring here. Should we go out into the woods and find something to do? There's like an abandoned uh, ruin just south of here. Should we check it out? Yeah, I'm down you for it. Wanna huh? Check, check the ruins out? Yeah, I, I mean... I don't know. I just We're just seen him on the way. We'll be back for dinner. We have to cross the river, though. I think. Ah, uh, I, I want that dinner, man. That sounded really good. Right. That's true. All right, let's have dinner. I'm looking. I'm looking over at uh, uh, Keith. Keith. Keithos. Keithos. Keithnos. Keithnos. And like, yeah. has, has he started any preparations at all for dinner? <laughs> this big turkey dinner. Uh, kind of looking around to see what you're doing. What did you just eat you for just... lunch? Oh, was that for lunch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Keithnos, why don't you hang out with us for a while? You could uh, maybe we could write some stories about all the shit we get into. Sounds 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 good. What about you, Orlear? It, it sounds like the rest of your group abandoned you. Yeah, I... I don't know where they went. Maybe you join with us for a while. If, if you guys are alright with that, I, I'll stick yeah, around I, for a while. You're too good for the that other group. Screw them. They don't deserve you. If you ever want to find them, though... I can help with that. Yeah. Like I and said, I just oh, I need I need a day here. Just I, I don't mind to wander around with you guys. I'm more than amicable to go. I just we could we could wait till that tomorrow, eh? Just need some time. Yeah, it's a big thing crossing the river. I guess. Yeah, let's just make sure that your uh, dress is all dried out, and we'll. I'll go out and hunt some, uh, hunt some dinner. We'll make hey. a day of it, and we'll see what tomorrow brings. Okay, who's going on the hunt? I'm going on the hunt. Anyone going with you? Mm, not earlier. Do you want someone to go with you? Uh, not really. All right. Not you. They say <laughs> the dinner. I have right. we're, we're splitting the party. Nyrex is going hunting by himself. Here we go. <laughs> I have advantage on survival checks too. I ha I haven't killed anyone at all this week, so let's go. Well, I could uh, the night is. Young. I could point you in the right direction if you want. Sure. 
locating animals and plants within five miles. What are you looking for? What's on the menu? Let's get some venison on the table. All right. I cast locate animals and plants, and I describe a deer. Wait, and... A wild stag. I am going to uh, uh, play a little jingle to him, talking about how amazing his hunt will be, and uh, gives him uh, 1d8. I'd really like nice. to hear that jingle there, mate. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Come on, Becker. Like, he didn't know that was going to not happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, the, the thing is that I'm not musical at all. That's be... why I played in a D&D game, not in real life. <laughs> Does, is it like Welcome to the Jungle? <laughs> like Guns and Roses? There you go. No, I want to play, I wanna play uh, a slight... Uh, Lower tune of Eye of the Tiger. Okay, so you inspire Nyrex's hunt. Yes. I'm pumped. I am okay. pumped, pumped, pumped. So you know the general direction in which to go to find this stag? The exact um, direction and distance. Okay, exact direction and distance. Within, if there's a stag within five miles, there's tons of stag in or deer in this woods, so it won't be hard. The trick is going to be sneaking up on it in order to make your shot. So give me a stealth roll. All right, what does the uh, inspiration give me? One d eight. One d eight. You can use it for ability checks, attack rolls, or saving throws. Add a D8 to my roll. Oh, that's not bad. It's a 21. Okay. Sweet. You have snuck up on this deer that you know is in the woods, and you've got a clear shot. Uh, make your attack roll. Okay. See if you hit. I have my... Uh, I got my spear with me, ready to go. And oops. okay, yeah, I gotta throw it. Uh, so the range is twenty slash sixty. Do I get within twenty feet? Uh, with that stealth, yes. Okay. Uh, I rolled a nine. Okay. Uh, you scare off the deer, and it runs away. <laughs> Uh, make a survival to see if you can either pick up the trail of that deer or find the track of another one. Oh, fuck. A nine. You're um, worried that you might go hungry tonight. I switch into a dire wolf and I take off after the deer. Okay. Oh, damn! <laughs> okay. Um, what is your speed? As a dire wolf. 50 feet. 50? 50 and so regular, like, and then you can dash? I can dash, so it's 100 feet. Okay, so you're dashing after this deer. Yep. And make a smell perception check. See if you can find where it is. And I have advantage on that. 
Are you asking if you can have it, or you no, do have it? No, I do have, have advantage. That's uh, a right. 14. Okay, you can smell the deer. And with your speed, you're able to catch up to it. Uh, make another attack roll to see if you can bring it down. Uh, 14. Okay. You um, lunge at the deer and you're able to bite it clean through the neck and drag its body back to the cabin. I just scratch at the door with this deer in my mouth. Uh, I will open the door. I know how this works. Boys? <laughs> <laughs> nice? uh, he gets a little surprised. What? What? What is this wolf doing here? Ah, uh, that's just Nyrax. He gets impatient sometimes. Most of the time. Murdoch. He pretty much turns into a wolf all the time to solve all of his problems. <laughs> and I change back into Nyrax. Hey, Scooby. Scooby snacks are on the table. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll start chopping it up outside and uh, skinning it and getting it prepped for dinner. Yeah, Keith Noss is going through all the spices and figuring what which one's the best one to use for the food. Okay. Um, give me. Let's go with a nature check. See if you can tell what spice is what. Nature. Ooh. Uh, seven. Okay, you kind of randomly dig through the spice cabinet, <laughs> and you're not sure what this is, but hey, you're willing to try new things. Okay, so you guys spend the afternoon. A, I bring in a nice steak uh, that we can kind of rotisserie over the campfire or the or the or the uh, fire pit, whatever, wherever Andros used to cook. It'd be over the, well, uh, the it'd be over the fireplace, a little rotisserie. Handily, okay. a little handle on one side of the fireplace is really well designed. That Andros. Smart guy. Are you wanting to make another per per, per performance roll for Andros's uh, spit? <laughs> no. I mean, I thought we were done, but Andros had his last roll. <laughs> I thought we were done, but you keep wanting to um, tell describe. me how wonderful Andros's homemade spit is. Yeah. It's it's a average spit. Oh, it's just average? Okay, no problem. Because I'd roll for it, and then our venison would fall in the fire. Hey, Doc. Yeah? You think that O'Lear guy's going to be okay? He looks pretty shaken up. Well, he says he just needs a minute. We'll, we'll just give him his time. He needs his space. We're not letting him go. So, Mary Doc, who are you running from? Whom I running from? Not Mary Doc. Uh, Kethnos. 
the uh, the city guards from Neverwinter. Never, never yeah, they never come out here. Yeah, and that's then that's why I'm here. Ah, oh, you still running then? Are you just I, you're done running? No, no, no. Done running. I I ran out of the city, kind of was lost, and found this nice, cozy hut. Gotcha. How did you uh, become this singer of words? Uh, it's kind of, I kind of have always been uh, smooth with my words. And I uh, have, I really, hmm, how do I want to say this? Um, yeah, I, I really just uh, started, had a musical intuition with uh, all instruments and started playing it for my school when I was a youngling and it kind of evolved from there. Nice. But, uh, but, but what really uh, created my cat- catalyst was uh, my grandmother that taught me a multitude of uh, different instruments. How many did you have? Grandmothers? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well currently, I just have a, a lute and a drum, but I know uh, many other other uh, instruments. Well, if I come across one, man, I think I think you need to make sure that uh, everyone hears your music and the, the, as many instruments as you can play. The world needs to hear stuff like that. Sounds good, but my one rule is I don't play the didgeridoo. Oh. And he, he looks out into the distance and just and just shudders. <laughs> What's that? I didn't hear you. Isn't that what a didgeridoo sounds like? The Australian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm gonna sit down and eat my eat my uh, deer. Chill for the night. Maybe sit up by the campfire after and have some more whiskey. Watch the stars. Okay. Why don't Why don't we take a five minute break? Cool. Okay. And um, are you guys happy to uh, drink whiskey into the night and stare at the stars and uh, maybe set a watch? Or uh, where are you guys at? Well, I think yep. we would. Yeah, so I, I want to sit out in the campfire, drink some whiskey, look at the stars, and then I'm going to sleep in the, in the cabin. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't need to watch. Yeah, I don't need one. Is there so, a lock on the door? Nope. Um, did Andros have a lock on the cabin door? Was, he built was it a really good lock? It was an incredibly intricate, amazing lock. Yeah, maybe we should roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping Andros as, uh, I gotta keep this thing open. <laughs> he's, got, he's gotta finish off with a good, with a good, uh, a good roll. 
Oh, did he do? Did he make it himself, or did he hire someone to do it? No, he's he's a craftsman, man. He did it. Himself. Okay, definitely roll performance check then. <laughs> An eight. <laughs> Looks like a pretty good lock. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. It works. Well secure. Um. Or Lear, are you going to uh, stay up, or are you setting a watch, or are you going to bed? Uh, I mean, Or Lear would have stayed up uh, pretty late, uh, just slowly drinking and uh, looking up at the stars and just kind of like reminiscing about the times of sleeping outside with all of his friends. And uh, Okay, yeah, I need you to make a constitution check see if you uh, pass out by the fire yeah I'm good for constitution that's a dirty 20 okay and Nyrex what about you did you even make it to the bed inside the cabin or did you pass out by the fire under the stars alright we'll find out constitution Uh, that is a 13. Okay. You stumble your way into the cabin and you find, um, you know, the couch or the bed. Um, oh, I take the bed. Um, roll versus Kithos. Um, see who gets the bed. Initiative. Married. Um, this would be just straight D20 rolls. Uh, anyone else who would like to challenge Nyrex for the bed? I'm rolling. Hey, Kathnels, can you sing me a song quick? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to. I don't want to know why, though. I have a I special. I have a special song for you. I got a 16. <laughs> Wait, can I guide myself? Nope, too late. I guide myself. Too late. You already rolled. No, I guide myself. No. Did you already make the roll? It doesn't work for yeah, this. It's just it's not like a check. It's just a D20 roll. Yeah, this is a straight roll. <laughs> I rolled a 16. Yeah, I got a 13. Kithos or Kithos? I have an 18. Ah. <laughs> so you go to to um Nyrex goes to crash on the bed and he's kind of I he's miss it. drunk. He's drunk, but he's he at least found his way inside the building, and uh, Keith's already asleep on the bed. So you have to either uh, roll for the couch or sleep on the floor. Lord. Guidance. No guidance. No, this is a straight roll. No guidance. <laughs> oh, not to guide yourself. It's not an nope. ability check. Seventeen. Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I got Nate. Oh, you cheater! <laughs> Always check D and D Beyond. <laughs> Nyrex uh, gets the floor, and he, he finds man. like it's not even a clean spot on the floor. <laughs> I piss a little on the floor too. <laughs> <laughs> you got so many clothes on, though. I'm sure you're pissing on your, your own stuff. <laughs> I'm warm, man. It's the winter here. <laughs> okay. Um, Earlier, I'll probably just like grab his fur blanket and just like find 
chair in the corner and fall asleep in the chair. Okay. Um, earlier you hear uh, a sound in the bushes. You're awoken from your sleep. Uh, you hear something moving outside in the bushes. Nyrax. <clears throat> Nyrax. Nyrax is on the floor. He's out of it. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Okay. Oh. Uh, Relier will grab, like, I don't know, the. There's, I'm assuming there's a fireplace, so I'll grab, like, one of the tools for the fireplace and um, walk outside or, like, walk up to the door and just go. Just kind of, like, listen. And, like, since I got dark vision, I can actually see in the dark. Mm hmm. Try and just kind of like peer out to see if I can see anything. Okay, make a perception check with your dark vision. Uh, 15. Okay, you, sh you see, even with dark vision, you see what looks like uh, a shadow of a large um, bipedal... Um, kind of looks bear-like, but it's standing too upright to be a bear. It's um, it's walking on two legs and kind of like a man, but way too big to be a man. It's a large creature um, and is rustling through the trees not too far away. It's maybe 60, maybe 50 feet from the cabin. And it seems to um, be investigating what's going on there. What do you do? Nyrax is obviously not waking up. Not unless you wake him. Yeah, I'll, I'll like, kind of like nudge him with my boot. No. Nyrax. Oh, oh, oh my Sorry. head. No, it's not you. It's the, the whiskey, might. Yeah, there's something outside. Yeah, it's nature, man. Oh, uh, this, this, something standing up. I can just kind of see it just on the outskirts, just over there. I don't have uh, dark vision. I'll, I'll slowly get up and kind of twist and stretch lying on the shitty floor. Look out the door. I, I, I don't see anything, man. Where, where was it? And I'll kind of listen was... for a bit. I, I, don't, I don't hear it. You see uh, this creature, this uh, shape in the bushes, is coming closer to you. It's now just beyond um, the firelight. It's not even a big fire. Your, your cooking fire would have been... It'd be embers um, now. 
Yeah, just embers. So it's just on the edge of the clearing that would be around the fire pit. Um, but still in the bushes. And even with no dark vision, you can see like a shadow. With dark vision, you can see um, or Lear that this has like a white fur. And you can make out a pair of horns. I'll just yell out to it. Oi! Who goes there? Are you a friend or foe? And, um, the, the creature will rise up and, um, let out a large roar, uh, and come charging towards you. I think it's a foe, mate. Let's get inside. Let's roll initiative. Um, the Kithos and Meridoc are still asleep. Um, yeah, Nyrex and Arlir can roll initiative, and if they spend a, like an action to go and wake them up, then they can be a part of it. So you can all roll into the initiative order. I think should I just... we shouldn't we have we woken up with the roar? Yes, yes. This is a loud enough roar that you will awake. Um, but I'm going to say that. Um. Orlear and Nyrex are at the door, so they will um, act first. Okay. Um. Orlear initiative. Uh, 22. 22. Nyrex. 12. 12. Mary got 18. Kithos? Uh, 20. 30, 20. Good initiatives. Mm-hmm. Okay, um... This creature has a dirty 20 and a dexterity of plus one. So, probably after Kithos... But I'm going to delay Kithos and Mary until the second round because they're still in the building. So, Orlear, you're going to have first initiative and you see this creature charging you. Um, do you want to go to a different map? Um, even just sure, the untitled yeah. map will be fine. Just for uh... What, what do you have? <laughs> you have a better map than that? No, that's fine. Yeah. Just the, the rest of the guys won't be able to see the initiatives. Oh, because you put the turn order in this map. Yep. That's fine. Okay. It it Yeah. I'll keep track. Yep. Uh, next time I'll figure out to switch the map first. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so um, there is a cabin here. 
There's nope. the doorway to I the don't cabin. See anything yet. We're gonna say um, the fire pit is maybe there, and creature is there. Okay. So I'll still be outside, I guess. Are we like there? Good. Hopefully everyone can move their dudes. I don't know if they can or not. Yeah, I can. They're all new icons for everybody. Yeah, about like that. So um, this creature is going to run forward um, through the bushes and it's going to get to about here. And Orlear is going to go first. Yeah, Orlear will like jump out uh, just beside uh, Nyrax. And uh, you see his eyes like flare uh, bright white. And uh, he grabs. Pieces from his component pouch, uh, a piece of fur, a bit of amber, and some crystal, and uh, just grabs them. And then you see uh, arcane energy start to crackle back and forth, and I'll cast a lightning bolt at the creature. Okay, lightning bolt. Yep. Your attack. It needs to make a deck save. Deck save, that's right. Okay, he got a 19. Okay. He saves, I believe, with a 19. And he will take half damage. Okay. Uh, oh, if I could only roll the damage when he clicked. Then it's this way. Uh, so it'll take uh, 15 points of lightning damage. That's already halved. Okay. So uh, the lightning ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. So. Okay. So maybe the fire pit here. Um, if there's any little bits of. Um, kindling or twigs or whatever that are near this fire pit um, they start on fire but they don't produce anything more than a dim light yeah and uh, for the rest he'll be like uh, Meridoc and Keith knows I need your help out here okay what say this beast will charge forward if you're done with your turn yeah I am. Um, he will charge forward and make his attack um, let's see and was he, did Nyrex. he start at the fireplace 
he was moving forward to start initiative. This is what caused it. And so I'm, I let Orlear go first and get his whatever things, his reaction to this initiative start. Okay. Um, again, it's not quite a surprise round, but it's he. It, you see the creature charging forward, and with Orlear's, Orlear's initiative, he's able to get off a lightning before uh, the Yeti can close the distance. And he's going to make an attack against Orlear. That's two claw attacks. That is the highest one is a 16. Uh, Orlear will use his reaction and consume one of the slots out of his tattoo. So his arm will flare uh, kind of just like pulse white. And then you'll see an arcane shield of shadow pulse from his feet up and it will hit the hit the shield. Okay. Um, his second claw bounces off the shield and uh, then you can see his eyes flare up and he's looking into your soul. You make a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. Well, that's not good. That's 11. Oh. Okay. I need to roll some dice. Roll oh, awesome. Yeah, that's great. So he did two attacks plus some kind of an ability. Nasty. Thing called damage. And you are paralyzed. Ten cold damage? Nine cold damage. Okay. And you are paralyzed for oh, that's one not minute. Good. Oh boy. That's an eternity. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Of each of your turns. Okay. Okay. Uh, now... Uh, let's have Nyrex move. He's outside and is able to react before Kithos and Meriduck. So Nyrex, you'll get a turn. I'm just... Um, I, I know... For, for my turn, yes. could I yes. grab Orlear and throw him through the door? <laughs> he is basically frozen in place. Oh, it's not if just the body that's paralyzed. He's actually frozen in place. Yeah, I'm saying you you could drag him. You could, but you can't just take him and throw him. But you could okay. drag him if you want to disengage and use your action to drag him through the door. Sure. Or I guess it would be movement. So at half speed, you could drag him with your movement. Yeah. I just don't want to leave him out here like that. I got him, brother. <sighs> okay. All right, I'm going to do something different then. I will cast Erupting Earth. Third level. Ooh. Hmm? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Um, a fountain of churned earth and stone erupts in a 20-foot cube centered on that point. So I'm going to draw. Uh, like that. Yeah. Um, each creature in that area must make a dex saving throw. On a fail, a creature takes 3d12 bludgeoning damage. Or half on a success. And it becomes difficult terrain. What's the DC on your saving throw? 16. Okay, he fails. Nice. Okay, big money. Uh, that's not great money. Uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. And he's in difficult terrain right now. Okay. Is he shunted from that square? Uh, it doesn't say. Uh, wow. It says it erupts, but it doesn't say he's like prone or anything. No. Which is odd. You'd think he'd be not prone or back or something. Or forward. Or forward. Based on how you had it erupt. So he's just within difficult terrain right now. Okay, I'm good with that. Uh, and I know the other guys are coming, so I am going to look at Orlier and say, my brother's got you. And I'll, I'll rub the stone on my hand, and I, I turn into shadow and smoke, and I teleport. Oops. Drawn crap. Teleport onto the roof of the cabin. What? I didn't think you were disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> you got Are it you there, okay? brother. Oh, you shit. have you have just traveled via smoke. Yep, using my uh, ring. Okay, and Orlear sees this, but he can't even move his eyes. Okay. All of a sudden, you just turn to smoke, and you're gone. Uh, Orlear, I'm going to let you make another saving throw. That's a huge cabin, too. That's like 100 feet long. <laughs> I just threw a square. Whatever, it works. <laughs> uh, that's a 15. Uh, 15. 15 saves. Oh, nice. good. But this is the end of your turn. Yep. Aww. Uh... And difficult terrain means he can't move very far, but he only has to move this far in order to attack you again. Yep. So let's give him two attacks. That is a 20, a dirty 20, mm -hmm. and an 8. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take the dirty 20, I guess, yep. Okay, so it's not a crit. That's good. Five points of damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's even better. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Okay, you save. And it is Kithos, or Keith. Thos turn. Keith Nos. Keith Nos. Keith 
Noss. Yeah. Keith. Keith Noss. Yeah, there we go. It, I keep wanting to say Kith, but it's Kith. Keith. Keith. Um, I am going to uh, run out of to the doors open, right? Yep. I am going to run to there. And I am going to bring out my uh, bring out my guitar and say, hey, you ugly tool bag shart and cast vicious mockery <laughs> the wisdom saving throw of 15 okay he got 14 dope so he fails I do 4 points of damage and he gets disadvantage on this next uh, attack Okay. It's a uh, D uh, four psychic damage. Okay, he takes that. Uh, is there any other movement you want to do? Uh, no, I'll stay right there. Okay, Mary, you're up. Uh, I will move five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Uh, can I see our from there? No. Okay, the cabin's not okay. that big. Come on. 5, 10, 15. Uh, Andros was really thorough, and he made a good, large yeah. cabin for lots <laughs> We keep of hearing about how great it is. He can't even get to the front door in one turn. It's 55 well, feet across. He was asleep. I uh, will go there. 16 meters. I hate this idea, but I'm going to cast Sanctuary on our Lear. And then I'm going to use Emboldening Bond, which gives Orlear myself and Kithnos basically bless. Damn it. Okay. So we get uh, extra D4 on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws. Sorry? Is that a con concentration spell? No, it's not even a spell. It's a, it's just my uh, cleric ability. Okay, what does it sound like? What do you say? How does it? I, uh, I do a very flashy magic. There are glittering gold pieces and glittering gold dust and lucky rabbit's feet and dice that come exploding out of my hands. Way more than cover. Needs to. Sorry? Way more stuff than needs to be? Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's over the top, like crazy. And it covers Orlear, Mary, and Kethos. It would cover Nirax, too, but he ran away. I can't see him. Okay. They suffocate and die. <laughs> so okay. we're covered in this glitter. Fairy dust. I like it. Yeah. Fairy fire? Um... Okay, and you stay there in the doorway? Yeah, I can't move anymore. Okay, and this door, I think, you said is a large door, but, I mean, five foot wide, Andros could still go through that. Yeah, it was just taller. Okay. Nyrex, your turn. All right. 
I'm going to cast Moonbeam at third level. Oh my goodness. On a fucking just small. Just blowing all your spells. Well, I'm going to. I went to sleep. You woke me up. <laughs> yeah, you haven't had a long rest. Exactly. Hey, aren't you supposed to be a tank, Nyrax? I used up my things on uh, Kethnos to scare him. Oh, shit. That's great. <laughs> um, okay, okay, so that, sure. that's funny. That's a uh, moonbeam. A silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder, centered on a point within range. So it's right on top of the beast. Um, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pains and it must make a con save. Or okay. take some damage. And is it a concentration spell like the... In- entanglement thing or it is concentration so you drop one and then cast the other i'd never cast entangled i cast oh, what's the i cast uh erupting erupting earth, earth. and which that's is not a, a concentration it wasn't concentration it's it just a one-time oh. attack okay i got this is a con save yeah that is a 21 oh Okay, well then he takes half as much, so I roll 3d10. Big money, come on. 17, half, so 8 points of... uh, What kind of damage is that? Radiant damage. Radiant. (laughs) Okay. And the moon Does it do stays... extra damage because it's a super moon today? Oh yeah, it's a pink moon. That's right. <laughs> um, and it stays on him. Okay, yeah, it stays. Uh, it doesn't follow the target. It just stays in that location. Yeah, so there's moonbeam is he right can there. move it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this column of light is right on top of him, right there. Okay, and you stay on the roof? I stay on the roof, concentrating on it. Okay. Orlear. Uh, Orlear will gain his arm will flash and a short sword will shoot out of his hand and he will grab it and make an attack uh. against the creature. Uh, by the way, if you don't attack it, it might not be able to attack you back. Just so you know. It's too late. You guys, <laughs> you guys don't know what each other's abilities are yet. I know, that's why I yelled that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's... For an 18 to hit. That hits. Um, and it will do. Two D eight damage. Or Lear the tank. Yeah, this is such a bad idea. You know, with your <laughs> high concentration or your high constitution and your shield spells, you're a tank. Yeah, that's it. It does 11 psychic damage Oof. to the creature. Okay. 
Okay, he takes that and kind of winces in pain. And I will hold my ground. Okay. Um, and with this, uh, what is this pink box? That's oh, that's a uh, uh, rough terrain. It's rough terrain, uh, but it remains. It stays there. It doesn't go away. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. actually have to go and like till the earth to fix it. Okay. It's it's permanent. Okay. He will disengage and run this way. Near. Hmm. Does he take damage starting in the when he starts his turn? Is I don't know if moon... he does. The moonbeam is you. when I start my turn or finish my turn there. Uh, when a creature enters the spells area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. Okay, so then he's going to take damage before he is able to run away. Yeah. So what's the damage? It's a new roll. Uh, 3d10. I cast it third level. Okay. Uh, so it's a con save. 16. What do you get? You got a 10. All right. I'll roll for full damage. Ooh. 18 uh, radiant. Okay, so that moonbeam is going to take him out. He's going to slump down. He's not even going to get to run away. So you can see that this white furred beast um, with horns and big large fangs has just succumbed to his injuries here right on the doorstep in front of the cabin. And we're out of initiative. What the hell was that? I'll Take that, you stupid door. fat lard. Looks like a new rug for the cabin, boys. What kind of horn does it have on it? Uh, well, it has like, it was similar to like a ram's horns. A pair of them, right? Yeah. Do you think if you cut one off, it could become like a, a, a playable horn that uh, Kethnos could use? If, if you could make it into an instrument? Yeah. I uh, would take some some serious uh, roles to in, be able to skillfully change this horn into an instrument. Hey, Keth, but, no, so let's, let's cut off both uh, horns here, and you can see what you could do down the road. Maybe someone can make an instrument for you. If you want. Keith knows, looks around. Who are you talking to? You, Kethnos? Kethnos? How do you pronounce your name oh, there? Keth, Keth, Kethnos. Kethnos. <laughs> it's <Right>. Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually Greek. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to start chopping off the uh, the horns. I'll uh, assist him in that. 
Okay, I might need uh, some uh, white robes. Some more white robes. Well, if we can Me? use as much of this uh, creature as we can, you know, that'll, you know, we got to use what Mother Nature gives us, and uh, we just can't okay, let it go to waste. Make your survival check. Oh, yeah. See if you get both of the horns. With advantage, because I'm being helped. Yeah, I'll help. Okay, you can have advantage. Uh, first one was a 19. Yeah, 19. Okay, you get both of the horns. And they look salvaged like like they could be they could be turned into something. I'll hand one to Kathnos and I'll keep I'll <laughs> keep one. Kathnos. And I say it like that every single time because I'm unsure of the pronunciation. <laughs> Kathnos. Definitely cling on. <laughs> What skill check is to change that into a horn? That would be something that, you know, if you have a specific type of tool proficiency that you could um, create, uh, I would give you advantage as being a musician if you were Do trying to turn it into a musical instrument. But yeah. it would be a series of checks because it's not something you can just whip up it would be uh, something like a carving that you have to work at. Start it now while you still have an extra D4. <laughs> <laughs> right out of battle, instantly starts working. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, your uh, survival check should have a D4 too. Uh, oh, yeah. So it would have been 20 something. Oh. Okay, you want to start making this into an instrument? Sure. Okay. Um, I'll assist. You're stealing my character idea, by the way, Gordon. What? What? <laughs> you talking about? I have a Yeti horn. You do? Yeah. <laughs> well, is this, this a Yeti? Is... Yeah. <laughs> this is less like a, a horn and more like um, a flute or a shawl. Like he's trying to make it into an instrument, not a yeah. or crude blasting horn. Seriously, Mary Doc, that you're actually trying to do that? No, yeah, that's uh, in arts game. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Okay, so Kithos, make a performance roll to see how well um, you can Becker's change gonna beat you this too. horn into an instrument. I give him disadvantage. <laughs> I crack the horn. I, I assist. <laughs> What's well, assistance? That's a... Uh... Yeah, how are you helping? Uh, how do we get assistance? Uh, the help action. Yeah. So, uh, what does? What kind of skills do you have? Have you ever turned uh, made instruments? This is a uh, this is something Andros he's doing would on actually own. have all the stone statue tools in the cabin. Mm. For for shaping stone. Yeah. Do so you have chisels. any particular um, tools for uh, tinkering? Mm. 
I have nothing. Does anyone okay. else have something? No. Well, you should be pretty nope. good at performance, and if somebody's helping me, that means I get an advantage. Yeah, but I don't think anyone really can do anything to help you. Oh, okay. It'd just be like uh, the movie Ghost, where you're making the clay pot, and I'll be standing behind him, and <laughs> helping him. I'll give him guidance if you if I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah, you could guide him. Let's try the luck of Tamara on you. Guidance is a D4, right? Hi, yeah. yeah. Hi, Tai. Have a D4, boy. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so oh, oh, the one was just for the D4. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're able to get this musical instrument started. At best, at this point, it's not it's nothing more than a horn. You can maybe get one note out of it. So you can write in your inventory you have a Yeti horn, but it's it's nothing more than like uh, a call to arms. It's not a musical instrument yet. I look down at this Yeti. What the hell is this Yeti doing down here? I guess there's snow. I don't know. I've never seen one of these things. Maybe it came down from the mountains. Mount Hutno? Maybe. All I know is that whiskey's still hitting pretty hard and I gotta get some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'll keep working on the uh, um, the hide. I'll try to skin it a bit and get it all cleaned up a bit. As long as it's not too late. I still want a full re night's rest. Um, if, I have to, if it takes longer, then I'll wait till the next day. You could field dress it maybe right now. Just and, to kind of uh, clean it up so there's not a lot of smell and, you know. I'll help you speed it up. I don't want a lot of meat outside to attract more stuff. Okay, so you quickly clean it up a bit. Um, you know, it's not at the point where you can call it a rug or throw it on the floor, but at least it's been... Uh, Actually, it's all burned been... up. <laughs> Salvaged. It's burned the, up by the, the moon. moon the moonbeam moon burns it. Well, no, that's radiant damage. Ghostly radiant yeah. damage. Yeah, so. yeah, that's radiant damage. So it's not cooked or anything. Yeah, okay. It's just soul's um, been cooked. But um, I'm gonna say that. Well, why don't you give me a survival survival roll? See how many um, rations of meat you can salvage from this hide. Monster meat. Uh, Monster meat. Doc, you said you're helping me? Sure, I'll help you if you want. So I get advantage? On your survival, yeah. Well, I'll give you a guidance too. As long as you get the guidance in before the roll happened. Yep. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, so I got a 20 plus the guidance. So I'll roll the guidance. Okay. Oh yeah, twenty-four. Okay, you get sixteen rations, so Sweet. sixteen days worth of food from this yeti. 
Okay. With all that meat, we can live out here for days. Yeah. I'm not sure I want to eat. Well, four monsters. days. You could live out here for four days. Well, I already had ten on me. And tree nuts. And tree Can't you just yeah, give yeah. us good berries all the time? I can't do good berries. You're bad at druiding. I guess so. <laughs> I didn't pick good berry. You're you're a druid. You can pick spells every day. Yeah, that's true. But I didn't pick good berry. Uh, I'm going okay. to bed. Yeah, let's let's go to bed. I go Lock to the bed. Nice... I race to the bed. Okay, race... roll. A... Every everyone who's challenging for the bed, roll a straight d twenty roll. I go straight to the couch because I know the bed is being contested. Okay, oh, then, for yeah. fuck. then you get the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Ray made the right choice. I got a four. <laughs> Who's rolling against Nyrex? Uh, I will be. Yeah. <laughs> I curse you. But <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, wait, I want to do one thing. Just for I, throw, I throw guidance at Kavath or whatever. Kavath. <laughs> I, I cast Erupt Earth right underneath <laughs> Keynoth. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's a straight roll. Ten. Nice. Ah, yeah, I got a four. <laughs> so Kithos gets the bed. Kithnos. <laughs> Kith how many? Kithnos. We should do a tally on how many pronounced get him our name. It's like per episode. Kithnosis. Kithnos, right? Kith, like with an E, kind of. Keith, he actually yeah. spelt it on his uh, character Keith name now. Nos. Keith Nos. Keith Nos. Keith Nos. If you, that's like phonetically how you say it. Okay. Keith, Keith Nos. Nos. <laughs> okay, Keith. <laughs> Keith Nos. So um, Kvath wasn't very close. Then. Mary Doc gets the couch because he went straight for the couch and no one challenged him. Nyrax gets the floor. I stumble, crash on the floor, and fall immediately asleep. <laughs> Earlier's back in his chair. I uh Keith Noss gets in bed comfortably and goes and just kind of questions it. This is a huge fucking bed. <laughs> and it gets up and picks up the uh, picks him up from the floor and takes him to bed and we can share the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Roll for big spoon or little spoon. Hey. Hey, you gotta get consent on that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm just I, if, it, if it can handle Andre's fucking for, uh, massive extent. bed, I'm passed out, and you're putting me in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> okay, and we will cut to the morning uh, at the beginning of next session, and um, hopefully. We can all join together as a true party again. I'll, Eventually. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
True enough. Yeah, so, uh, Orlier, if you want me to, we can try and search for you, your friends. Yeah. In, tomorrow, if you want to. Although we'll it sounds like they, holds. maybe they betrayed you, so maybe you don't want well, that. I, the last thing I heard is they jumped into the uh, the crevasse in uh, Neverwinter. So I don't know where well, they are. If we get within five miles of them, I can find them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, you sound like Andros. <laughs> It'll be all right. Nyrax just mumbles in his sleep, uh, kind of half drunk. Giant Slayer. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Giant Slayer. He's having a nightmare. Yeah. What are you going I, on I, about? I... I, I kind of muddled out in a drunken slur I said giant slayer plural giant slayers oh <laughs> nobody knows what that means except one I do yeah <laughs> except one I'm not bringing it up yeah. <laughs> I just wrote it down so I would bring it up <laughs> Should we get our long rest in? And then... Yeah, you guys get the, your long rest. Perfect. Oh, good. I can use some hit points. Thanks for listening to Perilous Pursuits. Be sure to check out our website at perilouspursuits.com for new episodes, news, and other information. In the meantime, go take your hook horror for a walk, give your homunculus a big hug, and go play some D&D.